0: Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Your Money, Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Delano Sapporo, founder of New Street Advisors Group. We have a really exciting packed show today, episode 77. So wherever you are, make sure you five-star rate, subscribe, and review the podcast podcast. We appreciate you listening and sharing this with your friends and family. Um, so, this week we're going to talk about the news a lot in the news as far as the markets, a lot in the news as far as social media and what's happening in business. Uh, people go into space as well. So, we'll talk about that. Finance Roundtable, as always. Question of the week, as always. So, action packed show. So, make sure you subscribe, rate, review. Thank you for listening and hope you enjoy the show this week. <laughs> Market update and what's in the news update. There was a lot this week. As far as the markets, um, we're looking at it on Thursday, and we're about flat. NASDAQ is up a little bit, and and what we're seeing is this Delta variant sweeping across the nation. Um, a lot of people that are unvaccinated are the ones seeing the most trouble with this Delta variant um, that, that I'm seeing. So really had a great start first half of the year. Earnings have also come out. So the earnings for the banks—they always lead their earnings season, um, and they were doing well. A lot of the banks did well based on the fact that they're well capitalized. Um, um, they're actually seeing a lot of investment banking revenue uh, from you know markets, IPO markets performing well due to the SPAC resurgence and different things, but that's actually starting to quell as, you know, SEC is digging into SPACs. But their trading revenue is decent. Their bank investment banking revenue is decent. Um, they're still not seeing a lot on, you know, net interest margin just based on the fact that interest rates are so low right now. But of course, there's service charges, so people doing different things, they're still increasing their service, non-interest expense or non-interest revenue based on you know service charges different thing that banks charge so um other other you know things is, as we're seeing there's a lot of the sentiment about the variant sentiment about yields the variant excuse me sentiment about, about yields and just the general health of the economy earnings will be strong in my estimation i think you still see a lot of people with cash um so you know i think we'll be fine we go through the second half of the year and and through the summer. Speaking of which, people having cash, there's now a $300, and we shift to our news segment, there's now a $300 monthly check to parents that starts relatively soon. Um, And this is, you know, the US government starts sending US parents 300 per month for each child they have. Uh, This is a temporary increase to the child tax credit, which was passed as part of the Biden's 1.9 trillion stimulus rescue package in in March, excuse me, 39 million households will receive payments covering 88% of U.S. children each month for the rest of the 2021 Elig- eligible parents can expect 250 or 300 per kid, depending on the age. Um, this will cost Uncle Sam about $105 billion. Um, And so that's interesting. I think we knew this was coming and now the payments are starting to go out. People get more comfortable when they have cash in hand. Uh, so that bodes well for the spending and the roaring 20s of this summer. As uh, people still spending lots, and and bank accounts and safety nets are are up, housing values are up, so people feel a lot more comfortable than they did a year ago today. And so, yeah, that's that's something that's out there. Um, we're we're staying on that payment theme. Apple is actually reportedly working on a new service that will let consumers pay for an Apple purchase in installments over time. Over time. This is the buy now, pay later trend that's popularized by firms such as Affirm and PayPal. It allows you to pay for something and then right up front and then, excuse me, buy something right up front and pay for it later. Uh, Apple's partnering with Goldman Sachs for this. And, um, and really just not a way for them to, I mean, if you think about it, if you have to use these services, no offense, that's not a great thing for you. It's essentially a payday loan type of thing. Um, which these payday loan services have huge, huge interest rates. So you're going to pay, buy this thing now, and you're going to pay them 30%, 40% on the back end. A firm's, you know, APR is about 30%. You're losing 30% as soon as you make that purchase and you have to pay later. It's crazy. Um, I think, you know, for them, it makes all the sense in the world. They take your money, they make 30% off, and they, you know, pay essentially have to do nothing but lose a little bit of interest rate uh, for when they give you the money now. So incredible arbitrage opportunity for firms like apple and a firm um i mean i understand if you need to purchase something but um definitely don't want to be stuck in those situations often with that said for paying people for things facebook is reportedly going to pay out 1 billion through 2022 to reward creators who post on instagram and facebook to lure them away from TikTok. And I think this is going to be a continued battle in social media platforms to lure away the top creators to post on their social media platforms so that they're lured away from other ones. I joked about it on Twitter saying that I think you're going to see top creators getting exclusive deals and have the announcements similar to that of a basketball or football contract. You know, they signed someone to Instagram for, I think Addison Rae is like the top TikTok girl, they sign, maybe she gets signed and lured away from TikTok to Instagram for three years, 60 million. You're probably going to see it devolve into that because it just makes sense. People want content, people want the eyeballs on their platforms. And so I, I can see it evolving into some sort of exclusive long term contracts where they're getting paid tens of millions of dollars to be exclusive to a certain platform, uh, which will be really, really interesting. And more social media news. There was a lot of social media news this week. Twitter had fleets, which was pretty much their version of Instagram stories. Um, and apparently, it didn't catch on. So they're discontinuing it. Twitter's VP of Products said that they introduced fleets. They haven't seen an increase in new people, or engagement, or conversations like they hoped. So they're getting rid of it um and they are discontinuing it starting august 3rd it will be gone and i I like the fact that twitter is taking chances with content and taking chances with that obviously it didn't hit i didn't post tweets or ever look at them at all uh excuse me fleets i should say um so yeah it makes sense they're discontinuing it. it just wasn't catching on like they expected it to or wanted it to i should say and we're sticking with this social media gaming beam 2K NBA 2K is a popular video game that I used to play. It's a basketball video game. They actually have the first WNBA player, first woman that will grace the cover of their new game, NBA 2K 2022, which is awesome. So, they're having Chicago's sky star Candace Parker will be on the cover of the NBA 2K 2020 22 game. Um, It's gonna create more buzz for the WNBA. That's now in its 25th season. It's NBA 2K is the best selling sports franchise. It didn't feature women players, but now it lets people use women players in their career mode. So that's really, really cool um, thing to see. And in more news, we're still talking inflation. We're still talking inflation. Um, Consumers are still seeing that CPI measure increase. Um, CPI measures the prices of 80 common items. Uh, let's look at deep dive into some of the items. So women's dresses were 16% higher, Men pants and shorts, 11% higher. Indoor plants and flowers were up 5%, hotel prices up 17% and car and truck rentals up 88%, candy and gum up three, liquor liquor at restaurants, 5% and pet service buys. CPI prices, everything that we need is increasing. So that's inflation. That's why money in the bank does nothing. Um in the sense that we're having these fears. The government, the Fed, they've said this is transitory. We don't know. I think I, I would lean on their understanding of it, but we're probably gonna see it stick around for a bit um, because of COVID, which we're talking COVID now, we're switching gears. COVID was the big reason why we had the economic drop-off um, of last year that's you know prolonged for a while. And they're staying. It's coming back. Surges of U.S. COVID cases have doubled in recent weeks as the Delta variant continues to spread as Americans socialize more freely. I think the variants can start to become more of a play in headlines, more of an issue, um, you know, with something that started out kind of relatively small and known. But it's starting to catch steam as people are realizing, OK, what does this actually mean? How dangerous is this? I'll leave that to the medical people to help us understand that. And from what I'm understanding, what they're saying is people that are vaccinated should be fine. Um, And that's that's actually interesting news. So they're seeing people that are vaccinated should be fine, as we know right now, but it's still something that's floating around and, and people are highly, highly in tune and worried about that. So that's something to keep our eyes on. And if we're going back to social media and platforms, Peloton actually has the highest artist payout rate of any music streaming service. So they have 3.1 cents um, compared to Spotify's at uh, 0.35. So less than a cent. Apple Music is 0.68, uh, 0.68, and YouTube is 0.15 cents, according to Tricodus Streaming Price Bible. What this saying is, you know, the payouts per their stream. So they play your music, the artist, you get this amount. Uh, Peloton has the most, but it makes sense because Peloton doesn't stream as much music as these other areas. Um, So you kind of can't look at it just as a base number, like number. You have to look at the volume um, that's being played on these areas. I would assume, you know, you have it on the streaming platforms. You probably have it more, but that's kind of cool. You know, I've seen, you know, I'm Pelotoner, so I've seen different cool music being played as you ride. Um, And and we're still sticking with the social media theme, which is an incredible theme this week of news because TikTok and the owner of TikTok, which is ByteDance, this IPO. You're seeing a lot of different things going on in China with a lot of you know pushback in IPO, a lot of taking away, you know, Chinese companies off of app stores. Um, but you know, TikTok is saying, hey, we're not ready to do this IPO right now. The owner of ByteDance has canceled it. And they've banned influencers from promoting crypto. I think a lot of the promotion ones, you know, you're seeing different scams out there. So that's something to be aware of. Um, but there's a crackdown. There's a crackdown on Chinese tech right now. Um, there's a crackdown, obviously, on crypto for certain entities. Um, so that's something to really be fully aware of and just watch um, as going forward. If we maneuver back to inflation news, there is now something, a new concept that was funny. I was listening to the Bamani Jones podcast and they were talking about shrinkflation. I was like, what is shrinkflation? But if you never heard of it, shrinkflation is you know, when something, a price of something stays the same, but the portions get smaller. So, of course, these companies that have large, large scale and they give you, you know, 16 grams or whatever of a cup of cereal or a box of cereal, whatever it is, but instead of um, increasing price because they can, but they realize they need to because the price of the goods that they're buying to make their product is increasing, they'll say, hey, we have this large scale. Why don't we just shrink the amount that we give to consumers? They would notice an increase in price of our cereal, but they won't notice a decrease in the product that we give them if we small shorten it by such a minuscule amount that they wouldn't notice. But our margins still stay the same. So it's called shrinkflation. You're probably seeing you're either seeing inflation increase in price of what you're buying, or you're seeing shrinkflation. Um, the portions get smaller. Uh, recent victims of this include Cheerios and Cocoa Puffs. You'll see a lot in cereals or different things where you you know you really don't check the amount that you're getting. Um, so that's something to interesting. I thought it was an interesting concept, one that i have never heard before, but it makes incredible sense. Something that I've heard a lot about before, but still not making that much sense. The space battle between the billionaires. The billionaires are still having a space battle. We saw Richard Branson board the Virgin VSS Unity traveling faster than three times the speed of sound. He reached the edge of space. He became the first billionaire founder of a space company to go to space on his own craft. This was a big deal. It's contentious. Him and Bezos were battling for it. It's a big monument for them to say that I was the first billionaire in space um, through my own company, and and Jeff Bezos is up next. He's going on a trip with um, his brother, and it's someone that paid twenty eight million dollars to join them. Uh, and so this is really, you know, just people with a lot of money having a lot of fun in space. Uh, so kudos to them for really breaking ground on that. Um, but you'll probably see more of that uh, coming forward. And more billionaire news: you're seeing Elon Musk. He's gonna have to testify in a high stakes trial. He's accused of using one of his companies, which is obviously Tesla, to bail out another one of his companies, Solar City. Enriching himself and leaving shareholders holding the bag. The backstory is: in 2016, uh, Tesla bought solar energy startup Solar City for 2.6 billion, aiming to build a single integrated sustainable energy company. Um, he didn't do much due diligence before before, before buying Solar City. His company's founded the company, or excuse me, Solar City was founded by his cousins in 2006, and Musk was the chairman of the company. Uh, but Solar City was not in great shape; It was losing money. It was holding more than three billion in debt. And investors were enthusiastic about the deal, um, and so pretty much he's being sued, particularly the you know for buying Solar City, which was a conflict of interest. You know, people are saying, and it was just really not a bad deal for Tesla shareholders. People are saying, but he has to defend you know what he his purpose for buying Solar City was. Um, but yeah, obviously since even though Texas stock is up, you know, shareholders say, hey, maybe we could be up higher if we didn't make a bad purchase or acquisition uh, based on, you know, kind of a little bit of, you know, incest in you knowing the founders and being on the chair and really just saving a company that was hemorrhaging cash at that point. Um, so that's the interesting news of, you know, billionaires and the billionaire battles. But that's a lot of news this week, a lot going on. Hope you, you enjoyed your quick spat from the best information spitter that we can get to really disseminate great news for you all to to learn and grow. Next up, we'll talk a little bit more roundtable questions of the week. Uh, So thank you for listening to this segment of the show. Question of the week. Um, I've talked about this concept before, but I wanted to double back on it because I think it's really interesting. One, I read of um, people, unfortunately, that got scanned by someone posing as an advisor um, in Minnesota. So it really got me thinking of how people could be more aware of things. And two, seeing people being seeing other people having their desperation preyed on by whether it's people presenting, you're going to get rich by doing this trade or all this stuff that, um, how can you kind of differentiate and understand what's right for you? Two, I think people have to understand what their goals are. Again, if you're have if you a desperate person and you're, you're going for all these things that tell you, hey, you're going to make 2,000 a day or 3,000 a day or whatever, please, once this person, this educator that claims that will have you pay for whatever it is and you click pay on it, they no longer have an incentive for you, right? Like that's it, they just got what they wanted, which is you to have paid for whatever they tell you that's gonna claim to do this or that for you. And we already know the statistics, you're not going to do well at this. You'll lose a lot of money And if you even if you make money. At the end of the day, you're either underwater, or breaking even on these you know trading things, day trading things. So once they have you click play, they have no more fiduciary responsibility to you. If they were really believed in a strategy, they would one, align their strategy to their payment structure so that they're, you know, if you do well, they do well, but they do not, again, care for that. They're saying, okay, feed on your desperation, making you pay for this thing where they know it's not going to work for you to, once they have click pay, they're disassociated. They're just looking for the next person to click pay um, and and they're not aligned at that point. There's no more fiduciary responsibility from them that is a super, super important thing to understand. If they really just believe in strategy, they would do it for someone. Or, you know, that, that so that's really, really under, to, to understand. And two, you know, I just think that it's important to understand what your your goals is. You know, you pay for a lot of tickets all the time or you can like do real work and do things right over time. And that's the people I work with is not a, there's no one I will ever take on that is thinking that they're gonna get rich based off of some sort of investing thing. It's it's Doing the right things over time, and that's the only people that I will work with or ever, you know, that can come with me and want me to help them with anything. Um, you have to fully understand that if you're you, you have if you're young, you have plenty of time to do the right things over time. If you've missed a few years on it, that's okay. You still have the right thing, but you know, there is no quick fix for any of this stuff. And if you believe that, you're gonna you're gonna waste a lot of lot of your time, a lot of it. I, I assure you of that. You know. In the round table, I just want to kind of discuss, you know, what we as people, how we can keep motivation having a chip on our shoulder. You know, I have, I've talked about that briefly a little bit, but I think it's important to understand if you're in corporate, if you work for yourself, if you look at it from the corporate side, if you work for a corporation and you're unhappy, or especially if you're underrepresented minority, I already know you're devalued in your, whatever situation you're at. Like, I just know it. I just know because I've been it, I've lived it, I worked it um, and I realized that I was being very highly devalued dealing with microaggressions, dealing with things that I didn't need to. feel incredibly free now, obviously. But I wanna tell you that you should understand that and, and try to figure out ways where you can do something you're passionate about, do something you think is good, do something you think can help people. Um, and then go about that. It's, it's tough. You have to take guts. You have to have guts and, and be able to take risks to do something that you're passionate about, but it can can be done. Um, and, and I really re- applaud and respect people that go about and try to do that. So, you know, those are a couple of things I want out of my mind that I want to spit forward to people and help them fully understand it and fully, you know, embrace those concepts. But hopefully, hopefully it's helpful for people listening to this out there. Mm-hmm. Finally, we are back. Lastly, we are talking about personal life update. i been watching the NBA Finals a little bit. I've missed most of the games. I finally caught first half of the game last night. Bucks looked great at home. The, ener- the energy, the atmosphere was amazing. Looking at you know what their team came out there to do. Giannis came out to play. Middleton came out to play. And they've tied the series now 2-2. So I'm actually going to be tuning in. Uh, to these games because it's now oh, it's really, really, really interesting. Will the Bucs take him? My pick, you know, as of like four or five weeks ago was the Bucs. I thought they would beat the Hawks. I thought they would be able to beat the Suns. But the Suns are a great team. The Suns are a better overall team in my estimation. But I just think the Bucks had a little bit of magic, that little bit of grit right now that's needed to really become a champion. And so we'll be able to watch this closely whenever the next game is, they shift back to Phoenix But that's about it, folks. I really, really think this is great. And thank you for sharing. We've we've really increased our family and our community. So if you're part of that, share with your friends and family, and we will talk to you next week.